Welcome to the Better Together Here podcast with your hosts, Devin and Ashley, helping you make the most of your time in New York City. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Better Together Here podcast. My name is Devin. And my name is Ashley. And we're excited for today's episode because when you are planning a trip to New York or if you're moving here, even if you live here, the subway system can feel a little bit overwhelming. It might be your first time riding public transit like a subway, uh, even if you've been to other cities like Boston or something like LA, public transportation is a lot different compared to New York City. So we're going to give you tips to use the subway effectively and safely and get to your destination and not get lost because no one wants to get lost in New York. And New York is such a fun place to visit. It's such a fun place to come with family and friends. And the last thing that you want is to be arguing with your family and friends or significant other about how to get around. So let's get right into the tips so you can have a more successful trip. And right before we do that, we're going to just talk about New York City subway crime and crime in general. So you'll hear a lot on the internet and on TV about crime in New York City. And here's the thing. There is less crime in New York than there are in many other major cities throughout the United States. That also proves true for crime on the subway. And most statistics around crime in New York City have been going down since 2020 and 2021. It kind of peaked around those years for many reasons and has been going down since then. In fact, September 2023, the number of crime reported or incidents on the subway was down 5% compared to September of 2022. So generally speaking, things can happen on the subway. We're going to talk about some safety tips in particular, but it's generally safe when you look at the total number of ridership compared to the number of incidents that are reported. But that's not to downplay that it can be an overwhelming and sometimes scary experience, especially with people who maybe aren't in the best uh, mental health state and are doing things that might be a little bit scary. So we're, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But the first tip we're going to talk about, we recommend using Google Maps to navigate. You'll hear a lot of people with different ideas. There's uh, my MTA app, which is okay. There is Apple Maps, which I personally don't like. I like Google Maps. You know, we're not going to get into a philosophical debate about what's happening to your data because at the end of the day, everyone's taking your data and using it. So I have found Google Maps to be the most simple to use and pretty accurate when it comes to like train times, how to get to certain places. I've, I've found it to be pretty good. One thing I like about Google Maps in particular is you can plan your routes in advance so you can choose the time that you're going to depart. If you want to pick your train route the night before, you can change the time that you're going to depart and it'll show you the train times for the next day or in a few days. It's usually give or take one or two minutes. It's usually pretty accurate and it'll tell you what entrance, like where to enter the subway, where to exit, depending on your destination, all those good things. So there's a lot to use in Google Maps. The next tip, the second tip number two, using the green lamps on the street. So those mark the subway entrances. Sometimes you might be looking at a map or thinking, okay, I know the subway's around here, but it might kind of blend in or you don't know where it is. And some of them are in between blocks and it can be hard to find. At almost every single subway station, there is a green lamp with kind of a light on, on the street level that indicates that you are at a subway station. It almost looks like a big green lollipop is one way that I like to think of it. So find the big green lollipops if you're looking to get on the subway. Tip number three, you do not need to buy a Metro card at all. You can use the new system called Omni, O-M-N-Y. It is basically just a tap and go system. So you can use a credit or debit card that has the tap and pay enabled. Or even easier, you can use a phone that has a tap and pay enabled, whether that's through Apple Pay or Google Pay. It's pretty simple. You just... If you have an iPhone, you double tap 
and you just line it up with the screen and it'll let you right in. Truthfully, I feel like getting the Metro card will make your experience more confusing because as a New Yorker, I live here and I've used a Metro card and I feel like every time I use a Metro card, I have to swipe it like three times for it to actually engage and work. And then you're worrying about how much money do I have on it? You have to reload it and just just tap with your phone or tap with the credit card. Yeah, you, you never have to worry about reloading because it's just going to pull from your debit card or, or from a credit card. It's just, just going to charge you. The only instance where you would need a Metro card is if you want to do the unlimited. So the MTA has both a seven and a 30 day unlimited. Basically, if you're coming, for example, for a weekend or for a long weekend, you know, if you're within that seven day time period, if you're coming for five, six days, it probably makes sense to get the unlimited. You have to ride 12 times to break even versus just doing single swipes. So just Think about where you're going to be going. Think about how you're going to get around. If you're going to take Ubers, if you're going to walk, if you're going to use a city bike, if you plan on using the subway frequently, you know, 12 times during your trip, it makes sense to use the unlimited. The only downside is you do have to use a Metro card. And like Ashley was saying, they're a little bit finicky. And one other thing to keep in mind, if you do get an unlimited, you can't share it. Like if you're coming with two people, you can't share it between people. It'll lock you out from swiping again within a certain time period. I feel like it's like 15 minutes maybe or 30 minutes, but you can't like swipe yourself in and then swipe your partner in. The one kind of caveat to all of this that we forgot to mention is that they did set it up that on Omni, so starting on, I believe it's Mondays, if you swipe 12 times using the same card or device, then your swipes so, for example, Monday through Friday, you swipe 12 times. All your rides on Saturday and Sunday are going to be free. So, you, in theory, can still do the unlimited. It just works slightly differently. So, it really just depends on how often you're going to ride the subway and how long you're going to be in New York. But taps are $2.90 to get on, uh, and you got to ride 12 times to pay off that seven-day unlimited. All right, tip number four is... Before you go down into a subway entrance, make sure that it is the direction that you want. Some of the subway stations will have both the uptown and downtown or, you know, either directions within the same station. But some of them, you have to enter the specific uptown entrance or the specific downtown entrance, depending on where you want to go. And if you go to the downtown entrance, but you want the uptown, you're going to have to go back out to the street and come back in. So, just be aware and look and verify. This is especially true of a lot of the stations when you're down more in like lower Manhattan. They're going to be differentiated between uptown and downtown. So an easy way to think of this is if you are looking at a sign and it doesn't specify whether it's uptown or downtown, you can go in there. It's both. And you can figure out uptown or downtown once you're in the subway station. If it says E-Train uptown, and you need to go downtown, you need to cross the street and go to the downtown entrance. And, and the uptown, when it is specifically uptown or downtown stations, it coincides with the flow of traffic. So if you're on a block and it's going uptown, and again, if you're new to New York, this might not be much of a help, but it can just kind of make it make a little more sense in your head. If the streets are going uptown, the entrance for the uptown side of the subway is also typically going to be on that side of the street. And tip number five is kind of goes along with this is just to look up and look at signs and make sure you're looking at things. So if you go into a, a station where it's both together, uptown and downtown, just verify before you, usually you're going to walk down another set of stairs, verify that you are going to the 
uptown or downtown platform. And then look at the signs. There's signs up above every subway stop, like above the tracks that will say, you know, Manhattan bound E-train or something to that effect. And it can help you know that you're going in the right direction. Another piece, just as you're about to get on a train, if you want to make sure you're going the right direction, at least the newer trains will have what stops are coming up next. So you can see, okay, if I need to go to 23rd Street and I'm getting on the station at Times Square, you know, you want to verify that the next stop is like 34th or a lower number to make sure you're going the right direction. So just look at the signs, look at the signs within the trains themselves, look at the stops, look at the boards, because uh, a lot of the boards in the station will have live train updates of, you know, the Q trains coming in three minutes or whatever it might be. So you can have a gauge of knowing when the next train is going to come. And that leads us to our You'll Have to Check It Out segment for this week. And this week's segment is Grace Street Coffee and Desserts. It's on 32nd Street, so you would uh, get off at the Herald Square stop, uh, depending on where you're coming from. And wow, let me tell you, Grace Street has the mango shaved ice desserts that are phenomenal. This is in Koreatown, so it's kind of uh, Asian-style desserts, and they're all so, so good. The mango shaved ice is probably our favorite dessert. I fell in love with this dessert when I did a study abroad in Taiwan and probably had it once a day when I was in Taiwan because it's so freaking good. If you don't know what we're talking about, you genuinely, you need to go and try it. It's like, if you think of shaved ice, but it's almost like a milk ice, almost like ice cream, but a shaved ice consistency with mango drizzle and fresh mangoes on top and sweet condensed milk. It's, I think we have it at least once a month. They also have matcha beignets that we've had a couple times that have been great. Everything there we've had is good. Be sure to check it out. All right, tip number six is to just be safe and be aware while in the station and while riding. We're going to give you like a handful of kind of quick tips within this tip number six. So here's some of them. Um, First off, just don't stand close to the subway tracks on the platform. There's that yellow line. Just stand further back. I don't know what it is. Again, this doesn't happen a ton, but there have been a handful of instances where people come up and randomly shove strangers onto the tracks. It doesn't make any sense. Humanity's weird. But just don't stand near the tracks. Like, just stand behind the platform. A few steps back, be aware of your surroundings. Another thing going along with that is just, like Devin said, be aware of your surroundings. Don't use noise-canceling headphones when you're in the subway station. Stay alert. Stay aware of your surroundings. Make sure you can hear what's going on. Um, don't use noise-canceling headphones. Yeah, and, and before you're, if you're standing at the platform and the train's pulling up, just scan the train before you get on and look for potential hazards or situations that you don't want to be a part of. And on that note, if you get on a train and you know you're you're riding five or six stops and there's someone or something happening on your specific car that is making you uncomfortable, don't be afraid to change trains. You know, when you get to the next stop, just as soon as the doors open, quickly walk a car up or back and get into a different car because a simple change like that can, if nothing else, give you peace of mind and just help you uh, avoid a situation that you don't want to be a part of. And truthfully, I would just listen to your gut when you're on the subway. Like if there's somebody on the subway in your car that makes you feel uncomfortable, like just listen to your gut and change trains. I feel like most of the time when I ignore my gut and I'm like, oh, I don't want to get up and change trains, like that person ends up becoming problematic. So if you like are iffy about somebody or something's making you nervous, just listen to it and change trains. You don't need to find out. And when it comes to the cars as well, kind of a pro tip is to opt for the middle train. 
So the middle train is actually closest to the conductor. So the front or the back of the train is where the driver is, but they're unable to help in any type of situation where conductors can be of some help if needed, if there's a major incident. So it's also usually the most crowded. So we usually opt for the middle middle car on the subway. And on that note, like if you're traveling later at night, especially anytime like after 10, 11 p.m., like you may want to reconsider and, and look at a different transportation option. But if you have to, you know, try and travel with someone else or, you know, go into a car that has more people in it, those types of things. Usually I found the last two and the first two cars on the train are where the weirdest stuff happens. So just generally avoid those. Those are some tips that'll help you stay safe and just be aware of your surroundings. That's kind of the number one thing is just be aware, pay attention. Part of this, a little bit of courtesy when it comes to the subway, when the train rolls into the station, I don't care how excited you are, or how busy it is or whatever about you trying to get on the train, let the people get off the train first. Because if everyone's trying to go in and everyone's trying to come out, it just doesn't work. Not only are you running into the people who are trying to get off the train, but there's also less space for you to come on the train. So stand, wait, you know, the doors are open for anywhere from 10 to 20 seconds typically or longer. So let people get off and then get on. And not only are you going to have more space, but you're not going to be running into people. And that makes the world a difference. One helpful piece of context as well is there, the conductor sticks their head out to make sure that everyone's on the train. So if it's a particularly busy subway station and there's a lot of people getting off and on, the doors aren't just going to automatically close after 15 seconds. It's an actual person like looking out, making sure everyone's in and pressing the button. So you're not going to get left. You might if you're slow. Well, you could get left if you're slow, but. But generally speaking. If you're in line with traffic and the way people are moving in the station, you shouldn't get left. Yes. Depends on that guy's mood. 100%. They're human beings, right? If, If you're feeling confused on the subway, which may or may not happen, that's totally okay. It's important to learn how to ask a local. So really, we've talked about this before. New Yorkers get a bad rep for being upset or being rude or being mean or whatever. Mostly they're just busy and they're just going somewhere quickly so they don't have a lot of patience. But I would say the vast majority of people in New York are more than willing to give directions and to help you. And to be frank, most people like kind of find it a little like it's it's a little bit of like puff up their ego a little bit. Like, oh, someone's asking me for directions and I know how to go. Like I know how to get there. It's kind of like a nice feeling in a way. So if you're feeling confused, not only are there going to be in a lot of stations, there are actual MTA workers who are sitting in kind of like a booth by where you swipe in and out. They'll answer your questions. But you can also just ask someone. Good people to ask are people not wearing headphones because then they'll actually hear you. Someone with a dog, that's almost a sure sign that they are someone who lives there and will know how to give you answers. And just generally someone who doesn't look stressed. And, you know, it might just be as simple as saying like, hey, is this train going uptown? Or like, hey, does this go to Times Square or whatever it is? And like people will help you. Don't be afraid to ask. Honestly, I asked somebody this a week ago because I was in a subway station that I hadn't been in before and I was a little bit turned around and I was in a rush and I just turned to the person next to me and said, is this going uptown? And got a quick answer. We all went our separate ways and we had a nice human interaction out of it. So don't be afraid to ask people. Tip number nine, before you sit down, just look where you're sitting and check for things like including liquids. We'll just say that. We'll s- you'll save yourself some really gross experiences. Look before you sit. Words to live by. Words to live by. And tip number 10, this is 
we've talked about this in some of our other episodes. We talked about this in the sidewalk rules episode. Just don't stand right by the doors of the train and don't block the subway entrances and exits. So that includes the street entrance and exit. That includes once you come down the stairs, don't stand right at the bottom of the stairs. Just walk at least five yards, 10 yards and give people space. Don't stand right in front of the doors. Again, when people are trying to get off, let let them get off before you try to get on. Just don't. There are a lot more people in New York City than you're probably used to. And by standing and blocking an entrance or an exit or standing at the bottom of an escalator or a staircase or whatever it might be, you can cause like serious traffic jams because think of the subway and the streets and the sidewalks. They're all like a highway, right? Like if you're just stopping in the middle of the highway and you're in a car, people are going to get really, really mad and you're going to cause an accident. And similar things can happen within the subway stations, the subways themselves, the sidewalks, the stairs going in and up and out of the subway, all that good stuff. So just don't stand right in the way. All right. So now that we've given you our 10 tips on navigating the New York City subway, my advice is to try it out. Hold your head up high, research your route on Google Maps, ask somebody if you need, but the subway is honestly a pretty easy way to get around the city. It's very affordable. You learn a lot. You're going to see a lot. You're going to get some good subway stories. You might even see a rat. Check that off your New York City bingo card. But overall, the subway and navigating the subway doesn't have to be that scary. So I definitely recommend it for people that are visiting. It's a really cool way to see the city. Simple and affordable way to get around. And don't forget, if you get on a train and you're going the wrong direction, it's pretty easy to get off at the next stop and then get on the train coming back the other direction that you need. So even if you get lost, even if you get confused, you'll be fine. You'll be able to figure it out. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our newsletter. You can go to bettertogetherhere.com backslash newsletter. You'll especially want to subscribe because in the near future, we're going to be launching a ultimate New York City transportation guide, and it is going to cover a lot of these types of tips more in depth. We're going to talk about how to get to and from all the airports, tips for hailing taxis, tips for using city bike. I mean, we cover everything. We really tried to make it as thorough as possible, and that is going to be launching soon. So make sure that you are signed up for our newsletter. And other than that, we'll catch you on the next episode.